Pints and Pies Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Pies Podcast. Tights and Pies. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, oh, thank you, 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 oh, I do this every year. Welcome to Thanks and Sides, the show that discusses gratitude with the seasoning and catering that it deserves. I'm Hal Lubbin, the stuff in Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, Danlicious Second Helping, Danielle Radford. Oh, uh, the second helping is always the best one. That's right. Because, like, if you go to my grandma's on my uh, yeah. bio dad's sides, when we go to her Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. it's not so much seconds as people just make two plates for themselves because there's so many sides. It is two plates. gluttonous. I had to like unteach myself that because I was like, yeah, that was like cute when I was like 17, but I'm like old with an old person's heart. No, two plates. By the way, BioDad sounds like the new Elizabeth Holmes business. <laughs> Just one single drop of yeah. sperm and you never have to see her again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm debating because I'm hosting. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for seven. Ooh. I already now, I thought it was for eight, but it's for seven. So I already have too much turkey, but it's fine. I'm not worried about that. What I'm thinking is, do you break out the china, the fine china, which we have, or do you go get the big paper plates that are ovals and have the two sections for sides? Yeah, no, you get Like, the- is it bad- to I, I mean, I, by by the way, Jennifer's not here for this. I like. I feel like I'm. I'm just musing right now, and no, this is not no, a no, no, decision no, no. that's mine. You have been cooking all day. Yes. You serve them. I mean, look, we all love the ninth wonder of the world, but instead of serving them on fine china and then also giving yourself dishes to do, I'm right. sorry. I know it's not like environmentally friendly, but sometimes we have to be brain friendly too. I'm mm. sorry, you use the paper plates, and then I wouldn't worry about too much turkey because a trick in my family, which mm. I'm not going this year, is that you also have to-go boxes ready so people can make their own to-go boxes of stuff. Oh, you know, I don't know if that's going to work. And also, those are my leftovers. <laughs> I made that food. Well, I wasn't suggesting you give away your stuffing. <laughs> I w- how. I would never in the history of our friendship in in what the the what five six years of this podcast I would never Also that gives me time to say I'm going uh with the Zoo Pals plates personally. Nice. What are those? Hold on. Are those little plastic Zoo Pals plates? No. I'm 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 a whole person older than you though. Their little ears can be can be where you put your uh, your dip and your and your sides. You lost me at little. <laughs> You lost me a little. I know you are, in addition to lifting, you're eating vegetarian. Let's let's put it all out on the table. You're eating vegetarian chili before we got on. So you're oh, eat, so you're good. feeding your body. Oh, what kind? Which is a temple. A whole lot of sweet potatoes. Oh, I mean, look, how I got to say, mm. my favorite chili is the Nally vegetarian chili. It's really mm. good. And no, it's, it's okay. vegan. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that's that. What I, I use on you... my, uh, that's what I use on my chili dogs, even yeah. though they're like, <laughs> Still beef hot dogs. I, I I just like the texture. 
I've done a vegan chili. I like a vegan chili. Yeah. I just load it with with like it's like more beans and and more coarsely chopped like green pepper and onion, maybe a little carrot in there, celery. Like I, I I've like done the fumite. I like the fumite. I'm just I'm just saying this guy over here. Yeah. And it sounds like an insult, but it's it's said with love and respect and awe. Mm-hmm. Takes care of himself. He does to, to great level, it's and true. it's and it's sickening. And <laughs> when in I hear both, him say "little ears," the world, yeah, I can't have little. It's got to be like feed me on a trash can lid. But also, when I hear "little ears," that just makes me think I shouldn't yeah. cuss because, like, that's what little ears, little ears, little ears little, there's little ears little in the room, ears. little tiny ears, and that because that's when children are around is when we say little sure. ears. That is the time when children are present. So, Do what's you, the menu, Boo Boo? That's the thing we've been. We've been figuring out. This is what I have it down to. We got the mm-hmm. turkey, which is I've gotten a request to brine it. And at this point, we're recording this the Wednesday. Uh, we're we're you have time. Thanksgiving is a week from tomorrow. Yeah, but I think I have to take the turkey out tomorrow to yes. start the thawing process. because yes. it's if it sits in the fridge for a day or two, it's it's not going to go bad. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. In, in fact, most brining suggests that you do it for That's, at least a day, but you yes. want to make sure that it's fully defrosted. And that can take three to four days, depending on exactly. how big the bird is. So I think the bird, the, I got like a 13 and a half pound bird. Bird's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's going to go. We got that. I got the dressing family recipe. Sister-in-law is going to be in town. So we get the squash casserole. Ooh. Very good. Is it sweet? No, no. It's like a green bean casserole, like in that vein, but it is, it's squash instead. It's Ooh. very good. Then we're going to do a steamed vegetable of some sort, like a broccoli or green bean. Very um, nice. Mashed potatoes. I've gotten a request for mashed potatoes. Of course, mm-hmm. I have gravy. And I don't, I've made pan gravy before. I got to be honest. I don't like it that much. I got Heinz gravy. I got three jars of it. I don't care who knows. You like what you like. It's I a like comfort like. meal. Yeah. You ain't got to impress nobody. I ain't Gordon Ramsay. Right. Exactly. Then I have, uh, we, we'll do like a cranberry and some rolls. It's like, it's going to be a lot of food. My, I talked to my father today. He was like, are you going to do a salad? I was like, no, the vegetable, we'll do steamed vegetables. There'll be vegetables there. Yeah. We don't need to like pregame this dinner. This is. No. Well then, and then the question is like, what time? Because what, when I, let me ask you. All mm-hmm. right. Growing up, we did like six o'clock, five, mm-hmm. six o'clock Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Jennifer was from the South. They're like noon. Thanksgiving dinner is a lunch. What about you? We are all supposed to get there. When we would do it at at my grandma on my, my family is very awesome. Um, Like, so like Mm -hmm. my grandma on my bio dad's side is like really close with my mom and like my pop, who was like my dad, dad who raised me and, and like everything. And so when we do Thanksgiving at her house, Everyone is supposed to be there. It's potluck. You make the dish and then you bring in the dish. Right. And everyone has their assigned dish because everyone has like that one dish that you make better than anyone else in the family. And that's Perfect. the thing you bring. And if anyone else tries to bring a version of that and fucks it up, you're going to get clowned for the rest of your life. Correct. So you just like don't go outside your lane. And for some people, your dish is paper plates. Like for you, <laughs> that is your dish. You are amazing at bringing soda. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to get there at 2.15. Everyone gets there at 3.30. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately start dragging everyone who isn't there yet, even though we just got there. Because the whole house swarms at once. And there will right. be one person. And it's usually like the cranberry sauce person. It's like someone yeah, who isn't even bringing anything that. that matters. But it's like one of those things where it's like... Well, 
I guess we can't eat until auntie gets here. And it's like, like, why are we dragging this lady? Or it'll be someone where it's like, uh, I guess we have to wait for yo daddy to get here. And it'd be someone who's bringing like dry tri-tip. And it's like, we waited all this time for this when we could have been eating bird. Like, what are we doing? But also like with my family, it's like, there so many of us on that side. Again, including like my mom and, and, the, and different families who married in because like my family doesn't like get rid of people, which is why mm. I learned to stop introducing them to romantic partners <laughs> because they will adopt them and I will be like, no, that's terrible. <laughs> so there's like <laughs> several meat options. You've got like your hams, you've got like your turkey, yeah. uh, you've got your roast beef, uh, you've got yams and sweet potatoes you've got greens someone inevitably will bring like a green bean casserole and sometimes it's like oh this is dope this is a really good one and sometimes it's like oh you try to do the healthy one Ah, we need the campbell soup version like what are you doing where are the like the little onion crispies like what's happening and then like a million desserts uh so it's basically like our family Inevit- like it becomes buffet style because we're all bringing in these huge things of food. I don't know if I'm going over to anyone's house this year. So I was thinking about just like getting a couple of plates from like a couple, like there's a couple of steakhouses here who do like a Thanksgiving plate or something. Yeah. And they're huge. So I was thinking like, I'll get two plates of those and then make a couple of things that I need. Like I need my special dressing. I need my mac and cheese. I need my mom's potato salad. I need like some deviled eggs. And then between like the small parts of that, cause I'm not gonna make it for a million people. I'm gonna make it for me. And then the two plates, which are gonna be huge, that covers me through the weekend. It's like Thanksgiving dinner, big heaping plate, amazing. The next day you have some regular food and then a little bit of leftovers. And then Saturday you make you a cute little sandwich and then you're done. And I don't have to like clean up my fridge or worry about listeria or like anything like that shit. (laughs) Did you know that green bean casserole, that recipe was invented just to sell cream of mushroom soup? And good fucking job because it's delicious. Really great. They tied it to the holidays. They said, this is a must have Kind of reminds me of, I love industrial and educational films. Mm. And the older they are, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, to me, it's like, if it, it has to be like 1981 or earlier for me to really enjoy it. And there are, <laughs> you can find collections of them on Amazon Prime. Whoever owns the license to all these things, which is probably like worth about as much as a penny if it's sawed into 900 pieces and you right. take one piece. You know, they made some deal to put it out on Amazon. And there's one that's like diets for ladies. And it's like selling every diet in the 50s and 60s was selling you on cottage cheese, lettuce, orange slices and, and jello. Like that was it. And jello. Like those were the uh, healthy salad oh. of, of a tomato on cottage cheese. I with have lettuce to send you and toast. There was this lady who went through old like Weight Watchers recipes I got to send this to y'all. It's like so good. It's like a website. I I can't think of it right at the moment, but it's like so amazing. But also that's, you know, my family's famed banana pudding recipe came from the back of the Nilla wafers box. Mm -hmm. The first time I ever went to my great aunt Betty's house, who passed away at the age of 100, Mm -hmm. uh, Alea Shalom, I, I had this Jewish apple cake. I'd never had it before. It was like the greatest mm. 
thing I'd ever had. That sounds And my mother, she makes it. And I'm like, oh, this is so great. She passes on. And I'm like, I've got to get the family recipe. And, th- and now Jennifer makes it for her. Family recipe came out of, like, good housekeeping. <laughs> Dude, There's no it, family recipe. Look, the matzo ball recipe in my family is Manischewitz boxed matzo ball. With the you, the broth and soup mix that you put an onion in, you like you season it a little bit, but that's it. But I'll tell you what, it's great and I stand by it. It's the best matzo ball soup I have. It's giving that episode of Saved by the Bell where we find out that Screech's like secret family recipe came from like the back of like a uh, spaghetti sauce uh, uh, bottle. Yeah, it's the and same Nestle thing. Toulouse. Yeah, the, the, the cookie <laughs> recipe. From for, from friends, exactly. And but but it is the banana pudding recipe. But it is, I will say, it is hard to do because you have to be really patient about like mm-hmm. learning. And we have learned hacks because now I can both make two versions of the banana pudding. I can make the version that came on the Nilla wafers box, which is amazing, mm-hmm. uh, homemade custard, all that stuff. I can also make the Magnolia Bakery version which is mm. really good, but also like half the work. <laughs> That's the beauty. It's like every, there's a hack version of almost every recipe. It really is. But it's nothing like what you had. You know, if it's something you had growing up. It's childhood. And you gain the ability to make it. Yeah. That's like a, you'll never stray too far from that. Like, look, I'm sorry. I appreciate all of you who make your own cranberry sauce, but <laughs> I will literally punch that sauce in the face for just a can of cranberry jelly. I want that on top of my stuffing the same way that I want my greens to touch my cornbread in the same way that I want my yams to touch my macaroni and cheese. There are just things that I need and it's nostalgia. I know that cranberry jelly is not good, but fuck you. I'm eating it. It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Let me have this. It's like when I go on streams and people are like, Danielle, why are you drinking Diet Coke? Why aren't you minding your business? <laughs> like, let me have this. I have one Diet Coke. Look, I, I've gotten into drinking water. We're all drinking more water. I'm drinking my fizzy water. I'm getting hydrated. Can a nigga have a Diet Coke once a week? When I'm on stream and I need to get pep in my step. My father drinks so much Diet Coke, not as much as he used to, but he used to like he would take a six pack of the Diet Coke plastic bottles in the car and he would drink them all on like the 15 minute drive from the house to the office. My hero. I would go to get the backseat of his car and it would be like wading through the house full of popcorn (laughs) at the end of Real Genius. Like it was that much. (laughs) Like there's. Do you just want to go like spill oil in the ocean instead what do you want to do next the amount of plastic waste that our family was generating from one person i have my own fizzy water maker at home and Mm -hmm. they they keep being like oh well you can add like these drops to it to like add different flavors or whatever and they'll be like oh well you can add this to like make cola and i'm like this ain't even RC. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things where it's almost like, I wish I was rich so I could just, like, have Coca-Cola syrup, like, delivered to me so I can add a dollop of Daisy to, like, all of my, like, fizzy waters. Why didn't Chris Jericho put out one of those carbonators and call it a little bit of the bubbly? Like, it Look. feels like a... Just slap your name on what it... Take somebody's old stock and put your name on it and then sell it and it's... Jericho's little bit of the bubbly machine. I mean, it's not like he's above it. 
Come on. It's cash. I mean, that's true. But also, I mean, I need to know where that machine was on January 6th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the QAnon shaman used one. He was holding it out. It's what was under his hat. <laughs> it was what they were giving everybody outside. They were like, hey. Need some energy? Here's your picket sign. Here is your hammer to get into a building you're not supposed to be in. And then here is your complimentary fake diet Dr. Pepper. It tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. Oh, my God. What's happened to us? If you've got any food you want to bring to the table, you can tell us about that food in our Facebook group. Let's talk about food. Maybe even drop off the leftovers somewhere that we can get to them. You know, like in a mailbox. I don't know what's legal. Doesn't matter. When we come back, let us give thanks and love. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Manolo, guess what? Manolo, guess what? What, what, what? Dr. Game Show has made it to 100 episodes on Maximum Fun. Oh, that's true. I knew that. Well, to celebrate, we are releasing our entire Earwolf archives to Max Fun members. That's anyone who gives $5 or more monthly to support podcasts like Dr. Game Show. That's 63 episodes with in-studio comedian guests like Jason Manzoukas, Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers, Joe Para, Todd Berry and Janine Garofalo, Connor O'Malley, Chris Guthrie, and more. Plus three bonus episodes that include two pilot episodes. Wow, two pilots must be good. Find the feed at MaximumFun.org slash BOCO, B-O-C-O. Stands for bonus content. Mm-hmm. Presenting the new MaxFunStore.com. We've got shirts for your torso, hats for your head, drinkware for your finest beverages, and so much more. Starring your favorite Max Fun shows with new and classic designs. Find the perfect gift for the podcast fan in your life. Heck, that could be you. We're not judging. Head to MaxFunStore.com now. That's MaxFunStore.com. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites. Welcome back to Heights and fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by Danielle Radford. And oh, sure, I'll be here too. Julian Burrell. <laughs> so shocked. He's so We've humble. The, yeah, like so so humble. My goodness. We've set the table with all the fixins, and now it's time to go around and give thanks before we dig in in what is the most awkward part of every Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why can't I just eat? How? Why do I always have to? If, do? I, I swear, if you put a hundred people around a Thanksgiving table and did that, you would get 98 people would say, my friends, my family, that we're all here together. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful that I was able to make it. I'm thankful, because people are trying to keep it short. Mm-hmm. We have, But they also can't think of anything. Bird, Everybody's on the spot. That bird's dried yeah. out. Getting cold, too. That's right. Before you're cold. allowed to eat this food, you have to pay the toll of, of thanks. <laughs> I would never do that. I'm not doing that at this. It's like a sacrament. Yeah. At this dinner. We'll not do it, unless Jennifer wants to, in which case we will do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Danielle, what from wrestling are you thankful for, either currently or just over the past year? Honestly... I wish mm-hmm. I was a good person because a good person would say what I said last year about like how I am very thankful that there are so many different choices for people, no matter what your wrestling preference is, there's something for you. Right. But I gave that speech already. So this year I'm going to say I'm thankful for mess. Oh, it was so <laughs> fucking messy. And God, my pussy is on pause. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just working all the time and working on my career. I'm not getting into drama. And so wrestling drama this year has just been like, imagine me licking my fingers. Like just. Sure. Wrestling drama is so delicious right now. I am literally that like Marie Kondo, like I love mess. And I am very thankful. <laughs> and I know that this sucks for the people who actually work there. And I'm sorry, friends of mine who are wrestlers, but also why are you listening to my podcast? I tell you never to do that. This is your fault. It's not my fault. I am thankful for Vince being the fuck up out of here, which is a thing that I think a bunch of us have been saying that we've been wanting for a million years. I am thankful that it sounds like AEW is taking their backstage seriously and like really trying to make sure the talent is taken care of. I am thankful for wrestlers speaking their mind, whether or not that does them bad, that sucks, but that is what it is. I'm thankful for what it seems like that the party is coming back. Maybe they'll be back by the time this comes out, but that seems like that's happening again. What else am I thankful for in wrestling? Actually, like a lot. I'm thankful that there are... A lot of mistakes on a lot of different ends that have been corrected as far as like bringing people back, doing new things, trying new things. I am always thankful when wrestling takes risks. And most importantly, I am thankful that I get to talk wrestling every week with you guys. That's like literally Mm. like it's just I and it's not every week. Obviously, it's every week for everyone listening. It's every day for all of us on this yeah. show. <laughs> like, we are constantly just, like, texting each other and talking to each other and, like, texting about stuff in our lives. And, like, I genuinely have made real friendships on this podcast. And I talk to Hal about stuff that isn't just wrestling. I talk to Calc about stuff that isn't just wrestling. I talk to Julian about stuff that isn't just wrestling. And in the group chat, we are literally just like all day long, our thumbs never stop moving. And you get to see like kind of like the greatest hits on the podcast. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I get to hear the final drafts of the jokes that yes. we tried in the group chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, because we're the open mic night. <laughs> <at this hour. laughs> we're hoping to upgrade it to a bringer next yeah. year. It's a bringer show. Uh, pay five dollars. Yeah. Like, what if I emphasize this word instead of that word? <laughs> we're going to make yeah. it into a clubhouse. I am. I'm really grateful for the podcast and all of the friendships that I've made through here and being able to just fucking talk to y'all every day it's like really dope i'm not gonna cry because i don't cry i'm a man (laughs) men don't cry (laughs) men don't cry (laughs) julian what are you thankful for i think two things come to mind first off uh i will say that i'm incredibly thankful for wrestling and WWE and WrestleMania descending upon Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a taste of it when we got to go to SoFi, which I'm also very thankful for. That was like, I felt very legitimate that OWWE invited this humble show to go out there and interview some of their wrestlers. That Please felt pretty Please give us tickets. Cool. I haven't bought mine yet. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be there. 
I'm gonna, they let us in. I'm not going to stop bugging them until they continue to do so. Again. <laughs> it's just that meme of like Eric Andre, like, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right outside of the big gazebo, the big spaceship that is SoFi Stadium doing that. But, uh, you know, I think that's really cool. I felt like we got kind of robbed of that last year because WrestleMania was supposed to be, I think it was, it was supposed to be in 2021 but yeah. uh, at mm-hmm. in Inglewood, but they... You know, like so many other things, it got canceled. And I was really bummed about that because I thought we were going to be able to do a lot of really cool stuff. And I'm, I'm hoping that, 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 you know, maybe everything can go off without a hitch this time and we can actually have it in our backyard and have some listeners come hang out and we can, uh, you know, figure out a bunch of cool stuff that we're going to do. It's uh, Also, I think I can say this, it's going to be right around the time of Max Fun Drive. So it's going to just be like a big like bunch of stuff that's going to be like coalescing for all of us specifically around that time, which I'm really excited for. Um, and yeah, uh, the other thing that I'm really thankful for is it goes, I think, I think a lot of fans are going to be saying this, but it's, uh, I'll just key in on with Vince leaving. I feel like in the months leading up to that specifically, I felt like a lot of things were just kind of like, like it was like every week I love wrestling. I always love wrestling. It's one of the only things that I can make a podcast about and and enthusiastically do (laughs) talk about it every week. But I was really just getting to the point of like, you know, you get you get to a point where I know what this is going to be. I know we're looking for some semblance of coherence in Vince McMahon's vision of WWE. And it just kind of like, we're going to do this. And now I haven't thought that the Triple H regime was perfect, but I genuinely do think every week I'm like, I don't know what it's what's going to happen. I don't know how mm. far he's going to take it. And I don't know how much I'm going to like it, but I know I'm going to like it more than just about anything else that I've gotten in the last like eh, three or four years or so. So I'm very excited for that, that vibe. I was like, it was crazy. I was like rewatching, I was watching Raw and tuning in like I was a kid again, like, oh, what's going to happen this week? Ooh, what's going to happen this week? And like, ooh, I, I can't wait to see what happens now. And so I, I'm, I'm hoping that feeling continues. I can't wait, especially once we enter the first full calendar year of the new regime, which I think is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm going to hop on, on the back of that for the first thing I'm, thankful for which you know someone who's been a wrestling fan for almost 40 years you know there's a lot that you pick any fan you pick stuff from different eras that you really enjoy and and there was a lot that i liked about the attitude era in terms of how many people had storylines titles feeling important and i feel like now that those the most positive aspects are back with the added benefit of the women being important and given mm. given at least closer to to the platform that they deserve and the titles feeling really important and not hot shotting the titles back and forth necessarily so you get the that great thing of it feels like everybody has something to do and there are lots of storylines to follow along with you know, there's a whole tournament to determine who who's going to be the next Intercontinental title challenger. That is a big deal. And they've done a really great job with that. And I'm so appreciative yeah. to have a show that I look forward to watching that can still surprise me and can delight me. Any segment has the ability to delight. And that's that's really great. And specifically in that, I, I'm very thankful for the entirety of the bloodline because they they create compelling storylines and moments up and down the card because of the depth and breadth of the stable from the usos continuing what is now 
I don't care how long they have the belts. That's not as important to me. What is important is that they're probably on the greatest run for a tag team. Mm-hmm. Maybe the greatest run of all time. Certainly getting up there. They're certainly up there with the New Day and a few others. Just in terms of being dominant and having great matches and being compelling. Mm-hmm. I think Solo Sokoa is fantastic. Like he just came in ready to go. You never know if people are going to make the jump successfully from NXT because now especially it's a completely different environment, but he's been great. Roman is Roman <laughs> doing Roman things. I still think the match with Brock Lesnar at, at SummerSlam was so good. Thankful for tractors. So fantastic. My good. Thankful Yo. for tractors. Thankful for his match against Seth Rollins, which I think was last year. The match he had against Seth Rollins for the title. I don't even remember oh, what gosh. it was, but I'm thankful Ooh, uh, for that. That was Royal Rumble where Seth came out wearing the show that gear. Was, yeah. Oh, that's right. That was Royal. So that was that was this that was year. This year. Yeah. Super wow. thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so yeah. good. So, no. We've gotten gotten so many great Roman moments. And then of course, Sami Zayn just like building the storyline that's been building for for a year. That started in the periphery and now has come to the fore and you're still getting the duck and weave. When you think he's going to get knocked out, he gets his own shirt. He keeps getting more responsibility. Mm -hmm. There's interplay in all these matches. So they're their own like Falcon crest that's happening (laughs) on the show. I'm super thankful for that. Dynasty, both literally and figuratively. (laughs) I'm thankful to have these friends through tights and fights who, you know, we all bond about wrestling because that's what we're paid to talk about it's crazy to think that we're paid to talk about wrestling not much what the amount is (laughs) but anything to get anything to talk about wrestling is is unbelievable yes true story but like the friendships are way more important i way more enjoy the text conversations we have around everything else and danielle reaching out to me about abbott elementary like (laughs) any other like any number of things like those i i thrive on having and maintaining relationships it's very important to me and so i'm i feel like i've lucked out i've been very lucky my entire career to work with people that i that i love and respect and this Mm -hmm. is no different from that so i'll toss into that and also and also Mm -hmm. What else was I going to say? I don't know. You just framed it Fuck like it. a Danielle watch, text. Watch also, Young Rock. Comma. <laughs> also, watch Young Rock on NBC. I don't sure. know. I've got nothing else. I'm just grateful in general. Just I'm I'm lucky in many ways, and I I'm appreciative of it. Of course, we're thankful for Lindsay, mm. the the third leg of our tripod, who is overseas right now, but still sent in what she's thankful for. Here it is. Hello, Tights and Fights universe. It is Lindsay here coming to you, not live, not even nearly live, not even a little bit, but coming to you from London where I am currently on my book tour for The Christmas Wish. Cheeky plug, cheeky plug. (laughs) I wanted to jump in and say hello and let you know how thankful I am for all of you and let you know what I've been thankful about over the course of the year in the wrestling world. And honestly, I sat down and had to have a think. I really did have to have a think because (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) I've been on the road for three weeks. I'm so tired. How do wrestlers do it? All I have to do is sit in a bookshop and talk to people who like me. I can't imagine. It's nonsense. Anyway, um, 
there was just so much to talk about. It's been such a wild year, hasn't it? And I am just so sad I'm not chatting to um, Danielle and Hal and uh, Julian about all of this because I feel like there's just so much to talk about. But I guess what I'm most thankful for... God, what am I most thankful for? Primarily just the rise of Rhea Ripley. I think that's been a that's been a big part of the year for me. I'm loving seeing uh, Rhea just come into her own and be treated with so much respect and to be paired up with such powerful, important figures in the WWE universe and seeing her get that respect. I I am thankful for the Gargano family. Hmm. Uh, coming onto the main roster, getting their due. I'm thankful for the return of Mia Yim. I'm thankful for everything that's happened. <laughs> I'm pretty much thankful for everything that's happened in WWE since the unpleasantness. <laughs> um, so British. I'm thankful for Tractor Brock. I'm thankful that Brock turned the ring over with the tractor. Uh, I'm thankful that Kenny Omega saved Larry the dog. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm thankful for so many things. But more than anything else, especially having been on this book tour and having met some of you guys, I am mostly thankful for the Nation of Conversation who make wrestling fandom a lovely place to be as opposed to (laughs) the opposite. So if I was able to meet you this year, um, especially lovely, lovely, lovely people that I did have one-on-one chats with, you know you are. You're awesome. And we really appreciate you. And I really appreciate you. And... That's what I am thankful for this year. Oh, that's lovely. 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 The unpleasantness. Oh, God, she's so English. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever so British. They can't celebrate Thanksgiving over there, can they? Mm, she'll be back by then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we should barely be celebrating it over here. Considering look, I just look. look at it as meal day. Yeah, yeah. That's true it's too. literally just like a day to like hang out with family and eat a bunch of food and ignore mm-hmm. the rest of that bullshit. Yeah. yeah, 4th of July, you're next. <laughs> For me, it was just mm-hmm. an excuse to get a dining table. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. we need chairs now. <laughs> you know, we also ask the people out there in the mm-hmm. nation of conversation what they're thankful for. And as always... You answered the call. Harper on Facebook says, I'm thankful to wrestling for giving me and my partner something to bond over. We were both interested in wrestling before we started dating, but didn't keep up with the shows because we didn't have anyone else to talk wrestling with. There's something so special about being able to share the excitement of one of your biggest interests with someone you love. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Our pal Darren Jackson says, I am thankful that after a long time, I kind of feel a tiny bit less guilt-ridden about the pro wrestling I consume. It's not much, but it's a weight that I didn't ever expect to go away. (laughs) You'd be proud. You're an awesome human being, and you should love what you love. Yes. And... Who cares what anybody thinks about it? <laughs> and some of it is trash, and some of it is very good. And it the, and, which, right. and what is trash and what is good could change on a fucking dime, depending on who's in charge. Yeah. Billy Corgan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the promoter is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie on Facebook says, I'm thankful that WWE finally has the chance to change and grow now that Vince is gone-ish. Mm. Is it perfect? No. Does it still have capital P problems? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the potential to do better is now on the table, and Hunter is listening. I ordered a Thanksgiving meal bundle from the grocery store, but I'll probably make a couple of fruit and custard pies. Yeah, yeah. a little food Ooh. to close us off. Yeah. Oh, those sound good, Carrie. 
Thank Ooh. you for. Uh, Let us know oh, what those so are. Oh, I should. I think I'm doing the reverse. I'm going to order the dessert. <laughs> oh, it's my father. My father doesn't listen to this. It's his birthday. The Saturday after Thanksgiving, so oh, we'll get a birthday adorable. cake for him. Oh. oh, and you know the funny thing about what she mentioned with WWE having a chance to get better. I'm sure none of them would. Or, well, they'll admit it in a kind of a roundabout way, but they'll never say it directly. I think a lot of the wrestlers are, are grateful that Vince is gone as well, just by them mm. being like, "Boy, everything just feels so exciting every time we go backstage." Who can say why it feels exciting? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they all enjoy the unexplainable change in energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Julian Burrell, along with Daniel Radford and me, Hal Loveland. Anyone got anything to plug this week? Anything you want to talk about? I don't know. It's Thanksgiving. Oh. Like, eat some stuff. Go eat yeah. turkey. I know, I know. I'll say this for the few people that are listening. Mm. I'll be at um, uh. at uh, LA Comic-Con in Yo. the first weekend of December. Uh, you can find me. Just say hi. Uh, like I'm, I'm gonna try and talk to do some wrestling stuff while I'm there because it's a work thing. But uh, you know, if you got anything you want to talk about, just, just just give me a shout. That's dope. Nice. Also, yo, nice. I speaking of, we had someone who talked to. Like, we talked a little bit about being vegan and stuff, which I am like obviously not. There is a <laughs> vegan. Well, sometimes I am. There's like a vegan turkey that's like really famous. Like that's hmm. like a, a Satan turkey, Satan, not Satan. Yeah. No. Uh, okay, Satan, yeah, Satan, Satan. Is that how you say? I've it? never been able to get anybody at Sprouts to agree on how it's pronounced. So I yeah, I'm try. offending everyone. Um, but it looks amazing, and I've seen it on YouTube. So if you make your own homemade version of that, and you want to tell me how that shit tastes, I would love to know. Because like, yeah. part of me wants to make like a tiny version of it someday, but the other part of me is like, I'm not gonna do that because it seems like a lot of work well you heard it folks if you serve satan please call danielle she wants to talk to you about it hail satan hail satan hail satan our producer comes with a side of pumpkin pie that's julian burrell you are a slice of pumpkin pie what are you i'm thankful for how much you bench what are we up to four bills Five bills. Let's just call it five. How about that? We oh, bulked wow. up through, we bulked up through the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> Woo! Woo! All right. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all of the Max Fun members that keep this show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels, which you can find in the show notes. That's also where you can find the official Tights and Fights t-shirt. Put us on your body. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.